Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Chicago's Legal Latte, a series of podcasts brought to you by Lavelle Law Limited. Throughout this series, the attorneys from Lavelle Law will share their answers to questions about a variety of topics for individuals and small businesses. To participate in today's discussion, you can email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. Now, if you listen to the podcast on any regular basis, you know that I'm a proponent of continually bringing you, our listeners, information on new topics each week. Uh, A lot of great things come up from week to week, and it's always exciting to bring those to you. But there are some topics that uh, I I think are just so important that we need to revisit them from time to time, Uh, maybe to serve as a refresher or to get a new perspective on something. And today we're going to do just that. We're going to go back to one of the more important issues that we have covered in the past, and we're going to take another look at it and dive a little bit deeper into it because it's one that uh, really impacts a lot of people. And that's the value of estate plans. Hi, everybody. Jim Mitchell back with you. And while I remain a constant presence on the series, I'm pleased to always welcome new guests to cover these topics. And today, as we go back to talk uh, in greater detail about estate plans, I'm pleased to welcome Attorney Brian Warrens to the discussion. Brian is an associate at Lavelle Law Limited. Uh, He's been with me in the past, and uh, I think he's going to bring us a a nice, fresh look at this very important topic. So we will get to it. Good afternoon, Brian. Thanks for being here today. No problem, Jim. Good to be here. So let's let's start by kind of taking a step back. I'm inclined to assume that not everybody has a full understanding of what it is we mean when I throw out the term estate plan. So can you tell me, you know, from the viewpoint of an attorney who deals with this on a regular basis, what, what exactly does that term mean? So when people think of an estate plan, Jim, they they oftentimes might just think of a a will, but I mean, it also covers documents like trust, powers of attorney for property and health care, documents that kind of govern what would happen to you while you're alive and and after you die. So not just, you know, what's going to happen to your assets, you know, who they're going to go to after, after you pass. Okay, and there, yeah, obviously a lot there. We're going to talk about those documents. We're going to, and you, you covered there just things, you know, what happens when you're living, what happens different points in your life, and, and what may happen after you pass away. As you meet with clients and say, you really should have an estate plan, what would you tell them about the purpose of it? I mean, well, really, what does an estate plan do for someone? Well, I mean, it, it, it provides protection for you. You know, you have the people who are able to, to talk to your doctors, when you're you're not able to make medical decisions for yourself, you're able to name someone to to pay the bills, to be able to just manage your assets um, while you're alive, you know. And um, it just it provides certainty. I mean, that's that's a great thing right there. It gives you security. You know that you're your intentions, your wishes, they're going to be followed. You've not left it up to chance, which if you don't have, you know, documents in place, it, it's a question of who's going to step up to the plate and, you know, if they're going to do a good job. Yeah, and that's, I think it's a great launching point for us here because I, I think, you know, many listeners, including those who might be a little bit younger or um, maybe just starting out a family or a career, need to understand and, and not be put off by the word estate. You know, it sounds like, boy, you must have accumulated a lot of wealth to worry about an estate plan. And 
might say, well, I don't have an estate. I'm, I'm just getting started. But, but really, it, it's not just about assets. It's about protection, as you said. And really, anyone over the age of 18 is going to be well-served to have an estate plan started at some level. Isn't that right? Well, that's exactly right. I mean, as soon as you're, you hit that, that age of majority, 18, um, parents can no longer make the, the medical and financial decisions for their children if they're 18. Uh, they, the children have the ability to and the, and the right to name other people to do that. Um, they become just a, a legally distinct person at that point. And everyone really does need to start at least thinking of powers of attorney of property and health care after they turn 18, um, even if they don't have significant assets at that point in time. Yeah, now let's, uh, let's, uh, let's start to talk about some of the documents and some of the things that might go into an estate plan. You mentioned at the beginning a will. Um, and, and I think at times when you start to have this type of discussion, then people say, oh, I, I guess I don't need a will. But really, a will is just one of the elements of an estate plan, right? No, that's exactly right. It's the will specifically is the document where you say what's going to happen to your assets. It and and this is specifically if your your um your estate is going to be probated if you're going to open up a court proceeding to make the distribution of your assets happen. That's that's what a will does. It it names the people who are going to receive the assets, how they're going to receive them. Um very significantly in your will, if you're a parent, you name guardians for your minor children. So in the event that something happens to a husband and a wife, you know, they should have some say in, in who's going to be the people to take care of their kids, and courts will, will look at a will and who they nominate for that purpose. Um, so, I mean, that that's kind of uh, the nutshell of it. And, and, and is is loss of control for your family, for your assets? I mean, is that really the, the risk of, of dying uh, an untimely death without a will in place? I mean, it sort of exposes everything you have in your life to um, maybe ending up not how you want it handled. Well, yeah, that, that's exactly right. You you go to the default rules under, you know, in, in Illinois, they're contained in a, in a statute called the Illinois Probate Act. So, it's not necessarily a, a one-size-fits-all solution. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the will is, is step one. Now, you mentioned a few minutes ago powers of attorney. And um, I think there's a couple different documents related to powers of attorney or different powers that can be granted. Can you kind of walk us through what those are and specifically why they're important and what they do? Yeah, absolutely. So one document is the power of attorney for property. So a power of attorney for property names someone to to handle your financial affairs while you're incapacitated. So this means that you know you might be in a in a coma or you're you're going into surgery and you're just you're not competent to act. You know, and this person's gonna gonna pay bills on your behalf. You know, be able to call up um, Comcast, talk to the electric company, just just to be able to use your assets for your benefit when you're not able to. And the second type of power of attorney is a power of attorney for health care. And this is for naming an agent and also, again, under the power of attorney for property. I mean, you, you will have one agent and hopefully a few successors in the case the primary isn't able to act. But again, power of attorney for health care, 
healthcare decisions, well, you're not able to, and specifically also decisions regarding life-sustaining measures. So if you're not, if it's not looking like you're going to make it, you're, you're giving some kind of communication about how you want that to be handled. Um, and a power of attorney for healthcare, it also speaks about what your wishes are re- regarding anatomical gifts and um, when it comes to your burial wishes. Um, and it's, it's not a good situation where someone needs to act either for your, your financial affairs or your healthcare decisions and you don't have these documents in place. As with, um, go ahead. I think, I think I, there was something I really wanted to hit on there because and I think you were heading right there. You, you talked about the value of it, but let's, let's talk about the health care in, in particular. You incur sure. a debilitating injury um, or, or as you say, you're, you perhaps pass away or you're about to pass away. What specifically happens if you don't have these documents? You've, let's say it's you, you've got a wife, a couple of kids, uh, everyone's had a very emotional time, but if you don't have these documents and there's critical time, how do the decisions get made without it? Well, you're 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 kind of stuck at a standstill. So if you had these documents in place, it's just a matter of presenting them to the the right person, and you're able to act under them. Otherwise, you have to go to the court system to be able to get the authority to act according to healthcare decisions or assets, and it's not a, a abbreviated process. Okay. Well, we're getting some information today from uh, Brian Warrens. Brian is uh, an attorney at Lavelle Law Limited, and he's part of the estate planning practice group there. Um, We'll continue the conversation momentarily, but if you would like some additional detail on estate planning, uh, I'd say maybe start with LavelleLaw.com. You'll not only find a nice homepage uh, for the practice group, but uh, all other practice groups as well. But also some timely articles, including one recently posted by by Brian on estate plans. And the website has, and uh, we'll soon feature some video content that I know is being worked on as well. So a very comprehensive site. Um, now, as we we talk about estate plans, a lot obviously a lot to cover. There's, there's a wide range of things that an estate plan can do. Um, I was thinking about using the word complexity, but I don't think it's really as complex as it is detailed. And, and when we look at an estate plan, Brian, is it something that um, can be tailored to the individual? It's not as if it always is a one-size-fit-all approach as, as you work with clients, is it? Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's exactly right. If, if someone might only have a, a single particular person they want to leave their assets to and, and they don't necessarily have a house or anything like that, if they rent, you know, if they have a bank account, they could just name that person as a, a payable on death beneficiary. Um, and, you know, they, everyone in, in, in all cases, I would say, needs a will and power of attorney for property and health care, but that particular individual might not necessarily need a trust, which a lot of people will, will consider for slightly more, I would say, detailed, as you say, um, gifts. You know, if you want to make sure that certain people aren't going to get a gift all at once. Um, so it's just... Everyone doesn't necessarily need a trust. Everyone should have a will and powers of attorney for property and health care, but trusts are important for some people too, just 
because of the, the detailed gifts and maybe to avoid probate, which, which, is a, which is a concern and something that can be, you know, a, a great expense and uh, certainly a drain on a family at a time where, uh, at worst. Yeah, and, and did, uh, we could probably do a whole other podcast on this, but if you could yeah. just give me a minute or so description here of, of what probate, you use that term probate, and it's obviously a, a legal process, but, but tell me what it is and, and what it means here as we talk about uh, the ramifications of not having a, an estate plan. So um, probate itself is the court proceeding that happens after you you die and you know where, you, where your assets are ultimately distributed. Um, probate doesn't always happen. Um, an estate plan can result in probate or it cannot. Um, a trust is one tool that um, someone might use to avoid probate, but it is basically the court looking over the distribution of your assets and making sure they happen according to your will, if, that, if you have actually executed a will, or if not, you kind of use the default will, so to speak, that's provided by the, the Illinois Probate Act, which suppose you had um, a, a wife and, and kids, you know, two kids, then what the Illinois Probate Act says happens is half your assets go to your wife and then one half are divided among the number of kids you have, so each kid would get a fourth. Um, and, you know, maybe it was your intention that, that your wife was to get the the entire balance of your assets. Yeah, that's why it's always good to spell that out, exactly what your intentions are. Now, we've got just a little bit of time left here, Brian. Um, I, I guess one point I want to make is let's say we've convinced everyone to come and see you now or to get with their attorney and, and do an estate plan. Um, not, not to complicate it, but that's really not a one-time event. As people go through life and conditions change, an estate plan should be revisited periodically just to you know, change it as aspects of your life change as well. Yeah, I mean, that, that's exactly right. Um, th there's the rule of thumb out there that, you know, upon a, a major life event happening, such as maybe something happens to your beneficiaries or um, you, the person who you named as your executor or trustee is not able to act anymore, it's, that's a relatively easy enough um, change to make to a document the attorney can do you know very quickly and and then fairly cost effectively um, otherwise you know it's good just to look at it once every five years just to make sure that you know hey this this is what I what I still want well as we talk about uh, revisiting the estate plan that's why we revisit the topic and I want to thank Brian Warrens for being here with me today thank you for listening and we'll look forward to talking to you again in our next episode of Chicago's Legal Latte